Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. And welcome back for another episode, another week on the T-Bone Speaks podcast. I hope everybody's 2021 is getting on. And uh, just like as our country is moving forward, I hope your practices are moving forward and your life is moving forward. Uh, this week, we're going to do a remote guest with Dr. Chris Adlin, who was on uh, back in November or December when she was here visiting as part of our implant continuum. And we're going to do a recap because she's had some changes in her practice, not just from the implants side, but also from the structure of her practice. And we want to talk about what caused that, what happened, what didn't go well, what did go well, and what the outcome of that has been. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and talk to Meredith and see what she has to say about our number one and only sponsor. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Um, We would love to have you in Raleigh for our 3D Dentist Live Patient Implant Training Program whenever you are ready to start adding implants to your office. Uh, Chris Adlin has been through this program, so maybe she can add a little insight on that for you today. Uh, If you're not ready to travel, we do have online courses as well, and those are always available for 180 days. And also keep an eye out for our new community coming soon. And before we get into today's episode, I have a good little long, hope you're here for it, review. Are you reading the same ones over and over again? No, I've yet. I don't think I've yet. I've yet. I still have hundreds that I haven't read. That's not true. We only only have like like 110. So So you can't have hundreds. If you haven't left us a review, please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. Sound like a commercial when I say or wherever you listen to your podcast. Perfect. A must listen for any dentist looking for a more fruitful career. I have been listening to T-Bone since I graduated from dental school in 2016. In an era of information overload, T-Bone is able to simplify the business and clinical aspects of dentistry so efficiently that always leaves you earning for more of his expertise. What makes him truly stand out is his ability with what makes you comfortable with the uncomfortable. If you're not growing, what are you doing? Must listen for anyone looking to turn their dental practice into a dental business. Wow, that is selling you right there. Listen, I I must have had my mom turn that review and in. The revol- <laughs> the review came from Cool Kid. 
my mom. Yeah, my mom is cool kid. <laughs> of course. Kid, not kid. Kid, whatever. Super <laughs> cool kid. Whatever that is. But well, I thank you, cool kid. I appreciate that. Uh, your $100 check is in the mail. So I made it <laughs> real quick. I made a bet with my son yesterday about uh, I would give him a mill, a million, uh-huh. if he did something. I never said a million dollars. Uh-huh. I just said, I'll give you a million. And I still have one million bills from Vietnam and Cambodia. I was going to say from, <laughs> I knew it was going to be Cambodia. <laughs> So, so the poor guy. But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and uh, bring on our wonderful guest, Chris Adlin. Chris, how are you doing? I am doing great. How are you guys? I'm fantastic. Good. It is. We're having Seattle, sorry, washing up. Vancouver? Sorry, we are having Washington. northwest weather here, here in Raleigh, North Carolina today. We are. Cold it's, and drizzly. And gray. Yeah. So oh, I had to wear bright colors. To hanging out on a podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. You always wear bright colors. Gorgeous. <laughs> I had to what, brighten our day. What, I don't look gorgeous. <laughs> you always look gorgeous too. Yes, you yes. too, yeah. and so do you. <laughs> <laughs> and you. And well, you. we're excited to have you here today. We wanted to give everyone an update on kind of you moving forward, moving the needle from our last podcast. Yeah, I'm so happy to do that. Thank you for having me back. I'm sad I'm not sitting with you guys in the studio. I know. So fun. You could fly out anytime, you know. Yeah, you know, uh, well, right now there's no nonstops. (laughs) But, uh, you know, when when things get back to normal, we'll have a nonstop to Portland again. Yeah. But uh, so, Chris, you practice in Vancouver, Washington, correct? Two practices. I do. She owns two practices. Well, maybe she doesn't. We'll see. So, uh, <laughs> so you were here for the digital implant continuum. You came with Shivy and, and, and your friends, and uh, we had a great time. And so before we get into kind of some of those other things, uh, before you came down, you were doing zero implants, essentially, correct? Essentially. Well, so I had placed implants about 10 years before, and I absolutely hated it. I was terrified of it. I hated going to work on those days, which was so unlike all my friends because they really geeked out and loved it. And I just, uh, it just made me really, really anxious. And so fast forward, I was really happy in my career of restorative dentistry and, um, and enjoying it. But then I just needed something different. It was a new season and I saw everyone placing these guided implants. And um, so I started placing with guided implants and liked it, but realized I needed some more education to get back into it. Things have changed. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what has been the result? Are you placing more implants now than you were before? I am definitely placing more implants. Uh, I took a little bit of time on the implementation, which you called me out Mm -hmm. and you knew I was going to do it. And I really appreciate that you stayed on top of it (laughs) because the biggest thing is it's, it's so easy to get back into the routine for me and my team um, to go back to just a restorative and it's any change is scary. So, but I think we're overcoming it. Yeah, you know, my my biggest struggle always with implementation are our most successful dentists when they come in. Uh, The ones that are busy, that are really good at certain things, that really have made a knack for a specific thing. For you, it's been uh, chairside restorative dentistry and anterior aesthetics more specifically. And uh, so what happens is you're so in your zone and you're so good with that and you're so, you know, dialed in. And more importantly, a team is dialed in on that. And so when you get back, it's hard to kind of take that ship and start moving it in a different direction. but the good news is, is you did it. And uh, so did you expect to like doing implants as much? No, because okay. I, I joked around. <laughs> I joked around that I was really scared of blood. Yeah. Um, some of that is just even, 
hating, I hated being on call on the weekends. Like I do same day dentistry. So I don't have a lot of emergencies and people aren't in pain with what I do. Cause I refer everything that causes pain out. Um, so now the thought of doing surgery was like, Oh, I have to take this back on. But, um, I still, I'm trying really hard to love extractions. I'm trying so hard. I like the grafting part. Um, but the well, guided you, just, you should, you should have the patients awesome. come to you with the tooth already taken out and then you can, <laughs> then you, the, the, you should have your surgeon take out the tooth have them drive right over so you can put the bone in. Uh, that, that would I'm be. Sure, I'm sure they'd love to give you the most expensive part. <laughs> yeah. Well, the truth is there's so many edentulist sites already in your practice. And, you know, right. when you're going through the nice part for me is I have had kind of a slow implementation, but it's it's been very methodical and it has been great because there are a lot of those sites. So it's been, I, I'm not lacking in it, which is yeah. good. Which is, which, well, by the way, is a great point because one of the things that we do stress, uh, is, is that you want, we want you to do extractions and grafting because it really builds your implant business. But I'm glad to hear you say and remind everybody that there are plenty of edentulous sites with ample bone so that way you don't have to be able to graft or you don't have to hit the ground running with surgical extractions and grafting if you're not comfortable with that. But the good news for you, Chris, is as you get better with that part of it, you're going to get better and better uh, in the extraction and the grafting part. And it's just going to be this snowball effect that will uh, really expand your practice. I'm excited for it. It's yeah, been absolutely. fun to watch already. Yeah. So, but really, um, besides the little commercial that I made us do right there, so uh, implants done digital, not implants done right. Ha, ha, ha. So, um, uh, but um, what really caught my eye was you sent me, and, and, and I thank you so much again, you sent me a really nice text uh, right after the, right towards the end of December, early for first part of the year about uh, how some things changed for you after uh, you visited. You were actually here in October, I believe, correct? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah a couple times, yeah. October 22nd to the 25th. Yeah, so that's when we recorded uh, the podcast. So, so talk to us about what changed for you, why it changed. Uh, let's kind of get into some of that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, I did a startup practice and in a startup practice, hopefully the only way you go is up. And so I had a lot of continual growth for many, many years and I was proud of that. And it was, um, getting efficient and building the practice just in general with procedures and team members. And then all of a sudden you kind of hit a plateau in the sense, like I was very comfortable in my schedule and we still pushed ourselves, and we still had growth, but it wasn't those double digits growth anymore. Um, and, any growth that we had was typically based on efficiencies or, you know, sometimes some scheduling, but you can only move the needle so much. And so if I really wanted to go to that next step and really grow, I had to expand services, which is something that you talk about all the time. And then it's just realizing like, do I really want to do that? Do I really want to face blood? (laughs) Uh, So I, COVID, I had a lot of time to just hang out and my friends were really loving implants. Mona Patel, she would just say, what, what are you doing? Why are you not placing? This is just ridiculous. Like you put a guide in there and there's, it's very step-by-step and regimented, which she knows is near and dear to my heart. And so, um, so I went for it and tried it. She's and a pusher. What was? <laughs> she has a lot of energy. Mona is a pusher. Yes, <laughs> a lot of energy. Yes, she does. I'm worried about how much energy she has. <laughs> quite her. frankly, <laughs> a good but pusher. Because awesome, you know? that's what you need. Yeah, mm-hmm. you need that community that is going to help you drive and, and give you that safety net. Because if something happens and goes wrong, then I have people I can call right. and talk to and trust, and I'm not going to get thrown to the wolves on 
Facebook or whatever. So, um, so it's been, it's been fun. So I texted you in December because I always geek out in my numbers or maybe it was, it must've been January. Right. Um, and I sit down with my Excel spreadsheets and go over everything. And like, Heard. I had, I had yeah. tremendous growth. Like I got a note from my accountant being like, what, what happened? What did you just do? And so December by far was the biggest impact. Um, because that's when we finally are getting our systems in place. We still have things that we're working on, especially with the team, but we never stop. Uh, but I'm excited for the sixth year. Yeah. So what caused, okay, so let's talk about, so you had some impact uh, and clearly some of the growth is from the implant part of it. But to me, that that's great, but that's not really what I loved about your message. Uh, your message was that you worked less and you achieved this growth. So talk to us about that. What caused this? What was some of the fears that you had? And kind of tell our listeners what, you know, what we're talking about. So... I have a large, busy practice. I'm a PPO. I take all insurances. I love that I do that. Um, both my associate and I, we really like to be busy. But within being busy, um, and especially like I implemented a Solea laser. So then all of a sudden I'm doing so many more fillings. And we were kind of getting out of doing, I always do quad dentistry, but doing some of the bigger cases just because of scheduling. I just didn't have time anymore. And then I was just on a hamster wheel. And so talking... it it was terrifying to slow down because you don't want to lose patience and you don't want to lose that trajectory, but I was definitely working harder, not smarter. Um, so slowing down and realizing like I can be more efficient in my scheduling and more importantly, delivering those ideas to my team and making sure it's implemented, which is just a constant over and over. Like they're so used to squeezing everybody in, which you can squeeze only so many people in to make it fair to your team and to make it fair to the patients who have to wait. Um, so we had to step back and really say like now with COVID there are restrictions on how many people you can have in the building. And, you know, during the shutdown when I was seeing emergencies, like it was awesome to sit there and really spend more quality time with the patients. You could do bigger things cause you weren't rushed. And, um, and then to see that delivery through time as we open back up has been very impactful. So I am, I cut down my days. I'm now working three days. Um, and I, my average daily went up by almost 2000 a day, which is incredible. Yeah. So, okay. So basically you had, during a podcast or just a conversation, even you had talked about how you wanted to slow down, but I always said to you, why don't you just slow down? And you always said, we're busy and we got patience. And so what was the fear in the past about slow? What was the fear about going from four days to three days? I mean, what took you so long? Uh, you know, the fear is just what are, where are these patients going to go? Are they going to be upset when they're booked out even further? Uh, it's just fear of the, like, I don't, it's scary not to keep growing. Cause that's the only thing I've known is pushing forward, pushing forward. And the way that I always thought you had to push forward was to get busier. Yeah. But I, I want, okay. So, so you said two key things there. You said it's scary not to grow, but then you just told me you're doing more in revenue. So isn't that a, isn't that a definition of growth is that you're, your your top line and your bottom line revenue are increasing. Growing oh, doesn't 100%. have to so I... growing doesn't have to be mean busier, and that's where I think dentistry has really lost touch. Is that we or just humans in general? We consider growth being busier and busier, and my goal is to be less busy. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants 
but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. I agree. And sometimes that busy is simply, you know, we don't check that bite one more time. And so then you have all these patients flooding in for bite adjustments. Well, you take that little bit extra step to check that bite one more time. Or if that contact isn't perfect and you're like, yeah, maybe the tooth will drift over, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> It'll drift over and then the other <laughs> contact will open way. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, whatever excuse that you make because you're busy and you have to get onto that next patient, taking just that few more minutes of extra time and then you can do more things within that procedure. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Like it really slowing down has made us all more profitable and our team is more energized and better. Like this is the best team I've had ever. Yeah. So, or, you know, with, with, with specific to CEREC owners, uh, you can use the articulation function on your software and you can minimize how many bite adjustments that you have to begin with. It's simple things like that to me uh, that are smart efficiencies uh, because uh, that we don't, when I don't want us to grow by doing more crowns, I want us to grow by doing more services in our practice. And um, so, <clears throat> all right, so now you decide, what caused you to just go ahead and how did you do it? How did you cut from four days to three days just right after our conversation? What, what made that happen? Well, I'd love to tell you that it was the next day, but it definitely, <laughs> it took time because I did have <laughs> patients scheduled. And um, the, the first decision thing I did was the next day, essentially, because, it, you know, it, it, everything starts with a decision. So we got to have the decision first, and then the implementation starts. And too often what happens is we're waiting for the right time to do it, and then that's when that, the process starts. So the decision happens, and then you take the process, and then suddenly it, it magically happens after that. But you did it pretty quickly. One to two months is pretty quickly, given most of these schedules are scheduled out four to six months. Yeah. And part of that was I had a team meeting right away, and I had mm -hmm. to tell them not – what I was doing, but why I was doing it because they, I needed them to be with me on that journey. And that was part of the fear too. I didn't want my team to think I was um, bailing on them or not there for them. I needed them to know exactly what my passions were and why they needed to, or not needed to be. I wanted them on board. Um, and that's, that is truly how it started. So when they rescheduled, then they had the dialogue and the conversation of the patients that they did need to reschedule and, and why. 
And talk to us about that, okay? So, so all right, so that's something I want to learn. I want to pass on to my team. So if can you uh, walk through what that dialogue looked like? So obviously, so the, one of the key things is you're doing leadership. You're not just walking in and saying, hey, I want to go to three days a week and praying that it happens. And then the <laughs> Figure team it mem- out. And then the, or the team member says, well, the patients won't do it. So you're giving them specific instructions of, hey, this is what we want to say. This is the reasoning behind it. And you're, you're role-playing and coaching the verbiage. So, so kind of coach our listeners on this verbiage. You know, how, what, what did they say to your patients? So for me, the, one of the big reasons I really am cutting back is because I obviously, um, I love to mentor and I love to teach and then I also love to give back. So part of the reason why I did cut back is because I'm, um, I'm doing a little bit of that give back and working with patients who are in need. And, and that was something that struck home. So the first thing I'm doing, you called me out and asked me to do a course. And so I am doing it and working with a lot of women with domestic abuse. And there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. Um, a lot of these women just had devastated mouths and need a lot of work outside of what we're doing in the course. And so I need to get them set up for that and the screening. And um, it's something that hits so close to home because my own family suffered a tragedy from it. Uh, so just being very open and honest, like I've had team members with me for 15 years, but they didn't know my aunt passed away because she was killed by my uncle. Like uh, I didn't ever feel the delivery was necessary, but they did need to know why I was so passionate about this and why I was leaving my work family to do this other thing. So um, just being vulnerable with them and telling them why was fantastic. And now they're behind me and that's, it's an easy conversation with the patients. Like she's teaching and she's helping others give back. So that was a huge part, but it can be any reason, you know, it can be as simple as burnout. Like you talk about burnout a lot and it's very real in our profession. Like we're constantly struggling with the emotional side and the monetary side and between teams and patients and the whole thing with the practice. And um, I mean, even physically, like our backs start to hurt. So I've been in practice now going on almost 15 years and like, I can feel the effects from it and I don't want that. So if I can sit back chair side one more day to do other things that I get excited about that can further my own career in dentistry as well and um, give back a little bit. Like, why not? Were you surprised at your patient's response to all of this? Yeah, I was. They've been great. Like they're definitely seeing my associate more and they're all on board. They want to be a part of it. So we're doing more about it on social media and like they're reaching out and they want to help. And then can we do things more locally? Cause right now I'm doing more things in Phoenix. So, um, it's been, I've had a really, really great response and I was shocked at how many people have actually been paying attention on social media. It's it, yeah. You pay, your patients really do pay attention. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, the, so I know what, so I know what some of you are thinking like, well, I'm not a teacher. I'm not an educator. I don't have that good excuse or good reasoning to give my patients, but I, I'm going to give you an example that I went through. Um, so we, we, uh, at one point we were starting at uh, eight and then we started work at seven and I needed to come in at nine because I wanted to drop my kids to school. Mm-hmm. And so we had to suddenly change, but basically my, uh, Chris, as you know, my wife, my wife, Mona, the other Mona, uh, is um, she's a ball buster. I think that's the right word for it. Uh, she came one day and said, you're dropping the kids to school, figure it out. It's not a choice. Yep. And so that was my key, like, okay, I better do this. And um, so we just told, literally, literally, we just told the patients, you know, Dr. A's prioritized dropping his kids to school. And everyone, everyone was like, 
No that problem. That is awesome. Yeah. He's and, such a great dad. And he's like, if you only knew. <laughs> you know, so, and I think, I think we get this fear. And my point in saying this is I think we get this fear in our head that people are going to say, oh, you're privileged. It must be nice that you can do this. And really, they cheer you on. Yeah. Because frankly speaking, a lot of them, they, they want it for themselves. Right, I was just going to say that. Yeah. They, you know, they want it for themselves. Yeah. And, and they, they want to support. People want to support you in you achieving success and achieving your dreams. So regardless of what it is, hey, I want to spend more time with my family. Or, hey, doctor, you know, this is an example. And I bet my patients would, would go with this. Dr. A has this crazy dream that he might make the senior PGA tour. And so he's going to go practice. <laughs> and my patients would be like, sure, why not? You know, Some of them would probably try to go meet you out there yeah, just to watch. Like, Let, let's see what this is all about. And so I think... Um, that fear. And I think sometimes we just need a little encouragement that it's going to be okay. And, and this is where it's so important to hang out with different people. Yeah. Because you want to hang out with people that have been there, that have done that, that want to tell you, that reassure you that it's going to be okay. And the truth is, is if it didn't work, you could go back to four days a week. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So talk to us about this course thing. So what took you so long? Yeah, I keep asking these questions over and over. What took you so long to do it? I mean, you've got the skills. <laughs> Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello, podcast family. T-Bone here, bringing you our newest live patient implant training, Full Arch Express. For dentists already placing implants and ready to level up and continue building their implant practice, this is the golden ticket. We're diving deep into Full Arch Implants, the hottest game changer in implant dentistry. In this program, we tackle both overdentures and all annex fixed hybrids, Mastering techniques that are essential for modern, comprehensive dental care. It's about getting your hands on the tools and techniques that will replace the doubt and fear with confidence and predictability. Here's the kicker. There's live patient training right here in North Carolina. You're not just learning theories. You're in the operatory doing real work on real patient from start to finish, guided one-on-one by our expert 3D mentors. You'll learn the nuances of each approach ensuring you can cater to a wide range of patients to maximize revenue. Speaking of revenue, with me, you know it's not just about the clinical skills. We're bringing business into this aspect too, teaching you how to integrate these advanced services profitably into your practice. So are you ready to rise up to the top in implant dentistry? Join us at the Full Arch Express. This isn't just another course, it's a career-defining leap. Head to www3 3d-dentist.com to enroll in our next session. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, back to this week's episode. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Time. Time is what took me. Time and a platform, and um, I'm just so excited. So tell everybody about this, okay? So so if I want to learn to do smile makeovers with Sarek, why should I be working with Chris Adlin? What's unique about what you're so, doing? Uh, I'd say one unique thing is we're doing live patient education. So um, I have built my practice on same day dentistry and you don't have to use Sarek that way. There's so many different ways to use Sarek. But for me, especially doing smile design, I didn't want to take time outside of my daily practice. I built that within. So a good day for me absolutely is if I do six, eight or 10 crowns. So why not just spend my whole day doing that and delivering it 
for my patients same day. And it's something that I've, I love, like those are my favorite days because you get to see that before and after with the patient and you did it with your own hands. And there's just so many things I've grown to love about it. So, um, so I'm taking that into a course and we're working with women who have suffered domestic abuse. And that's the main difference with this course is a lot of people don't like live patient education. So you and I talked about this because there's not a lot of controllables. Um, I mean, these women, when I first started screening them, I thought, oh, geez, we're going to be in so over our head. But if I can, just like how I learned implants when I was in Raleigh, I, if I can learn it in a safe place, and I hope that mistakes are made. I hope that there's technology issues so that we can solve them together and people can see it and know how to take that back to their practice. I hope that a line angle is off so I can tell them for the next time. Um, the unique thing about this program is there's a nonprofit who has five full-time dentists where we are hosting the class at Implant Pathway. Um, and if there's complications, these patients are taken care of. So I've done study clubs where I've had patients come in from our free clinic. And the hard part about that and to keep it sustainable is if those patients have any post-op complications, because things happen, you know, if bonding's wrong, crayons can come off and all, dif- all doctors have different techniques. Um, then I'm bringing those patients in and taking care of them. And sometimes it's not even the tooth that was worked on or free or whatever. Um, but the challenge is always that follow-up and what's cool about this program is there's five full-time dentists and they handle all the complications, whether it's from their surgery courses or from this course. And if a crown falls off, then great. Then the resident who's there, they do an AGD residency through New York, uh, through NYU. Like they get to learn, Oh, Hey, there's cement on the crown. There was cement in the tooth. You know, where was the bonding failure? And it seems like sometimes you know, you hate those post-op opportunities, but or post-op, but they are opportunities for these residents to really learn the difference of bonding, and they get to take that to wherever they go when they graduate from the residency too. So it's cool because it's such a win-win in all facets. The patients are taken care of. I get to help teach doctors um, a little bit about smile design and same-day dentistry, uh, what the what CERT can do, because I think there's so much it can do, and just give any tips that I can. And I have a team to work with me too. We're all a little different. So that makes it fun because then everyone has their way of contouring or staining glazing and what works. So I'm excited. I'm yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm unbelievably excited for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm so proud of Justin supporting you and the folks at Implant Pathway, a phenomenal group and organization. Uh, and and uh, so many good things going yeah, on there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and so people should check them out. But uh, so I want to I want to I want to point out some things that you didn't say, uh, uh, and I want to be very clear with people. One of the most important things I ever did in my life was my professional life was take live patient education back in 1999. Three months from graduating out of dental school, I was doing a live veneer class in La- at LVI with the Las Vegas Institute uh, back in 1999, and it really set a clinical path for my career. And it was so important. Um, it was a little. It was a lot of money, um, but the one thing that I wish was easier for us is I wish they provided the patients for us. And that's one of the things that you guys are doing is you are providing the patients for the dentist. And I'm assuming if they want, they could bring their own patient with approval as well. But that way there's not this pressure of finding somebody and flying them all the way out there, especially with all, you know, all the pandemic and stuff and people's fears about going. So they'll provide you a patient. They'll make sure your patient is well taken care of. You're not going to treat them like, like live cadavers, (laughs) you know, uh, like maybe that happens in some of the overseas programs uh, and they're going to be well taken care of. And more importantly, 
everything's done with CAD CAM and chairside dentistry. So you're going to learn the technology. You're going to learn how to do it. This is not just a lab going in the back and making you look phenomenal. You're going to see some of these things. And, uh, you know, frankly, I'd love to test myself maybe and figure out how to do it because I keep talking about doing these cases with my CEREC machine and I keep chickening out than doing it. I always just say, I'll just send it to the lab and let it happen. So maybe I need to uh, challenge myself a little bit. Bring Chris out for a, we want a special one-on-one course. Yeah, one-on-one. <laughs> no, I want to go and try it in, in that environment yeah. because it's different. If it's So here's what I'm going to say, and this is another part of all of it. I think part of group classes is the pressure it puts on you to perform. And so like if I had Chris come into the office and do it, and she'd be, I, I assume she'd be happy to do it. But, but then I can make, I can, I, can, I can fall back into certain things. But when I'm there in a group, there's a little bit of a competitive nature there where you want to you wanna perform, yeah. you want to do it, you want to do that. You, you know, you, it brings out really the best in you. Uh, at least for me, that's how I look at all those things. And so I think there's a real benefit of doing this with a group. And uh, the other thing is, is you're typically never the worst person. <laughs> if I'm the only student, I'll be the worst one. So uh, that's pretty awesome. So how can they get information? Get is it, do they go to the Implant Pathway site, implantpathway.com? Yep. Yeah. Implant pathway um, registration and the course information's there. And I think, you know, you brought up a good point. Like people do get a little nervous. Like it might not be Instagram perfect restorations, but I will tell you the women are going to love the smile that they have. They are going to be gorgeous and beautiful. Like we are our own worst enemy for sure. Like I could look at any oh, case. Yeah. I've never done a case where I've thought, oh, this is the most perfect case on the planet. No, like I would improve everything I do. So if you can learn from those improvements and start developing the eye for it, then that's great. But at the end of the day, you will change the life of a patient. And that's what really matters. And anything that we're going to do is going to change the life of a patient. Listen, Chris. This fake book and Insta-famous shit that people see, I've seen so many. I see more shitty cases than beautiful cases. And the beautiful cases are typically done by people that charge three, dollars $4,000 a tooth and have the best of the best labs and get patients to do literally like my gum levels off a millimeter. Let me get this perfect. And, you know, and, and that's great for them. Yeah. You know, I selfishly, I'm jealous that I can't get those fees and get those patients. I think I mean, it sounds like a pain <laughs> in the ass to me, but, um, you, you know, listen, it, it is about, I've done, and I need to get back on this. So this is one area that you're going to challenge. And I want Michelle, I want you and Meredith to hold me accountable for this. I did, uh, uh, uh there was a battered sheltered where I did some work uh, for some patients there. Uh, it's been probably 15 years that I've done it and it was very rewarding. And I want to get back to doing some of that community dentistry. And, uh, so I think, you know, we're, we're, we're going to set people back on track to really feel their fullest and feel like they can step back into society and and to me that's that's it's win 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 mm-hmm. everybody wins i mean you're winning because yeah. you're getting to fulfill your desire of mentoring and helping people the dentists are winning because they're learning skills and and and, and having an environment to get mentored by some phenomenal clinicians and the patient wins because they get the, they're getting their life back on track and uh it's it's phenomenal yeah i had chills hearing you talk about it but every weekend after our implant course yeah. I always have chills. I get text messages from all the patients. Should screenshot them and put them all together. Yeah, and and you know, and just just just. And these people don't even have the teeth yet. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I mean, they literally have screws in their heads. Some of and them, I'm getting some messages. Some of them they walk in with they walk out with less teeth than when they walked in. Right, <laughs> and they're so thankful. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, I mean, I will never forget the patient that I worked on with Shivi. And I mean, he, I think we did six extractions and they were so hard and there forever. He was so patient with us. And at the end of the day, he said, thank you. And you just think, oh, like, it's so nice to have patients who are grateful for our services. And, and he was, he was so, so sweet. Yeah, and, and I we beat, to cry. and we, I we we did beat him up a little bit, and and he did so good. Like yeah. he looked great a few days later when I saw yeah. him. So it was awesome. So yeah. Chris, I, I want to kind of put a bow on on today's conversation, and um, so we you came, you learned some implants, you added services to your practice. Uh, I, if I, if I could be a little bit forward and and pushy and say you probably felt that you didn't need to do it. Uh, because you're doing plenty well enough. I was going to say that when you were saying, um, you know, you didn't go back and implement it right away. Mm-hmm. I was going to say because you didn't need it. Yeah. You know, the people who are doing well, they don't implement it right away because you don't feel like you need it. You yeah. spend all that money and then you kind of put it on the back burner. And that's where you're there to kind of push those people. Yeah. And that's the goal because, you know, I want to see, I want right. to see the everyone. I want to see the text messages in our case, text messages until we get our community up. Uh, I want to see those messages of, of, of success or right. even failures. I mean, it's more importantly, mm-hmm. Hey, this didn't go well. Um, so we push you to add procedures to your practice. Okay. Uh, you added a procedure that pays better, uh, frankly speaking. Uh, and that allows you to earn the same, and uh, and we push you to get past the fear of going from four days to three days, and you've seen your practice grow. And uh, how's it? How's that helped your associates and all of that other stuff in your practice? They're all just super excited. Uh, there's a lot of nervous energy, especially at the beginning. So uh, an example of this is, so I'm like the Excel queen. Like I have everything laid out. Like this is what we need to do. We need to order. And I try really hard to delegate. So one of my assistants like, oh, I used to do surgery long ago. I'll take care of the ordering. Okay, great. So um, I, I just, I didn't pay attention to that. And at first we ordered our small well, no, that was the second thing. Let me back up. The first thing that happened is in one of the surgeries, the patient was like, oh, this is so sweet. And we're thinking, so sweet. And she was talking about, the, you know, there's blood in there and maybe she got some topical. Like, what is sweet? And then realized that like some things were sticky. We're like, oh, geez, why are things sticky? That's so funny. Um, maybe topical got here or there. Maybe we just went crazy with the topical. No, no, no. When we were cleaning up, we realized there was dextrose in the bag. That we hung for so I'm hoping the implant doesn't get a cavity. I don't know, but that was it. Said saline on the bag, and that's what she saw. She just totally missed dextrose. Well, nothing. There's nothing um, like irrigating with sugar. I mean, that would be like my that would be my dream come true. Who needs good berries when you can irrigate with sugar? He's gonna be ordering that next yeah, but, week. The patient was really happy. She had a great experience. It tasted great the entire time. Um, but that was something like, okay, so she it's only five pounds. Implantation, right? <laughs> That's a terrible thing. Uh, was making sure I had those checklists of exactly what to order, who to order from, even just like having the auto notes and the consents. Like those were the things I was just, I was personally lazy on that um, now looking back, like for my course, I know now what to do. I'm going to copy you and just harass people all the time with text mm-hmm. messages as we do yeah. this. <laughs> But it helped. It helped. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to uh, talk about or we're good? I'm just so thankful for everything. I mean, obviously, I've been listening to the podcast forever. I tell you all the time, the reviews are my favorite part. <laughs> I still have not implemented that part <laughs> in my practice. But we're that makes to. We're him totally so sad. Narrative. You don't have reviews in your practice? <laughs> no, we have lots of reviews. But to have someone verbally say them and record them is just another avenue for media. Like, it's... So fantastic. Why don't you just you record do. them yourself? 
No, she likes it. That's my because, part. Again, <laughs> I, I do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just <laughs> it makes him so sad. <laughs> no, no, but I don't want to. So I, 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 think I told you when you were. I can't remember who I told. It may have been Dimple mm-hmm. that. Um, your reviews can be your social media calendar for yeah. like an entire year. One, you can one take, a week. You oh, can have t- someone not, read not that. You can take one review and make it a image quote. Yeah. You can take one review and make it a audio quote. Right. You can take one review, the same review, and record it as a video reading it. And you can take one review and make it a, you know, like a thing where the letters come on typewriter. I don't, the GIF, animated yeah. GIF thing. And and literally one review is a post every day for the whole week. Yeah. And and all of us have at least 52 reviews. So uh, you can have a post every day of the year from just 50 reviews. Yeah. It's unbelievable what you can do. And we're all struggling so much to create content. And we get stuck in this create, create, create. And really, we just need to repurpose, repurpose, repurpose the little things that we have uh, to make And you could reuse them every six months. Yeah. And who the hell, you know, only 10% of your people see your stuff anyway. So just put it out there 10 times and you'll hit all 100 people. You know, it's, it's pretty amazing. Well, yep, Chris. It's just finding the time to do it. Well, you know, there are, there are people in the Philippines that, you know, Fiverr.com, my favorite, my favorite site. You know, that's my, that's, uh, Fiverr.com is my uh, thing. Anytime Michelle doesn't do something, I'm like, you know, I can just replace you with Fiverr.com. You know, I'll have a beautiful Filipino person doing it for me. He doesn't even know what they look like. It's a man posing it's, as a woman. It's catfishing. I think that's what you guys call it. I've been catfished by Fiverr.com. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm certain of it. It's an Indian dude, and his, his name is Amanda. Yeah, <laughs> and he's going to ask him to start recording the things, and it's going to come across as he's going to expect some beautiful woman's voice. It's going to be like my Siri. Hello. <laughs> Chris, thank you so, so much. Uh, Good luck to everything that you do. I will actually be in Arizona at the end of March with our sleep apnea course that we're actually doing at Implant Pathway. I told Uh, her. Justin has been so nice. So hopefully we'll see you. I will be there. Hopefully we will see you there. We can all hang out. Uh, If you want, double check with Mona, my Mona. Uh, We might go out a day early so that we can go to Sedona or do something like that. So uh, maybe you want to check with her and uh, do that because uh, I don't really updated. Think, I don't think she really wants to go out a day early with me. <laughs> <laughs> we might go shopping. I'll let you know. <laughs> Perfect. I'm in. Okay. Always. Yeah. Chris, thank you so much. And everybody, thank you for listening to the T-Bone Speaks podcast. Uh, thank you from the depths of my heart. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. 
So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentist.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode. 